Welcome everyone, I'm your host, Jerome Powell. I'm unable to determine which people are affected by inflation. And today we are going to look at number one, the consumer, those consuming, and of course, what has happened with consumers. The second thing is rising everything. It's not just, of course, what you buy at the store, but I'm looking at crude oil. I'm looking at natural gas, and they are continuing to skyrocket. The third thing, if you stay until the end, major signals highlighted today. All of that and more. Let's begin. Let's begin right here. The U.S. consumer spending drops with inflation hitting a 40-year high. This continues to go up. Every time I see this number, it rises. And imagine this is the statistic or indicator that they are manipulating down. So imagine how high it really is. I mean, there's different ways to measure it. And I always say that it depends on you, the individual, what you spend your money on or don't spend your money on. That really affects your own level of inflation, but we know it's higher than the official stat. Incomes rose in December at a slower pace than the prior month. Fed plans to start hikes in March to fight the inflation jump. Oddly, just a few months ago, they were saying, we, we don't do this inflation thing in the way that it's coming up. This is from the supply chain. And so we have no way to actually interact with this or counteract the effects. We don't do that. And then suddenly they say inflation is getting really hot. And as a result, we're going to increase interest rates to stop it. <sighs> what can I say? All right. Inflation effect. U.S. consumer spending slips as price gains bite. Of course, the higher the prices get, the less people are going to be able to spend. I've said that probably a thousand times before, and you didn't need to hear it from me. But that is direct effect. You can see it right here. Of course, I mean, that's just obvious. If your energy bill and your gas bill and your food bill is higher and you are part of the bottom 80%, and that's a lot of people, of course, you're going to have less money to spend on other things. Discretionary spending. Yeah, that's the way it works, right? And of course, you look at all of this, it goes back a long time. Whatever the number is, 5.8%, 2.3%, it doesn't matter. What matters is your ability to continue on. If you wanted to go to the restaurant with your family because it's somebody's birthday and you were thinking, well, you know what, I don't think we could afford it this time around. The prices are so high, all of this and that. That's not a good thing because you should be able to do certain things. You know, you don't have to have a yacht and a private jet. That's not what we're talking about here. But certain individuals are able to capitalize on all of this. That's why I'm talking about Jerome J.J. Powell. Jerome J.J. Powell and his beautiful and lovely Janet Yellen, former Fed chair. These people here literally, they don't understand or they at least they with their statements, they don't understand the reality of the situation. They are so far removed from reality that they can't figure out what's happening. You know, Jerome Powell, inflation, you know, I just don't know who it affects. I mean, it's bad for rich people. I mean, he literally thinks you are so stupid that that is just, it's not Fed speak. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy talk. And this is big. To me, this is huge. This isn't being covered, by the way, by those 
individuals out there with the millions of subscribers on their channel. But let me tell you, on the Money GPS, I'm covering it, okay? I don't care what's happening with the views. I am going to cover the most important information. Farms are failing as fertilizer prices drive up the cost of food. That's not happy news. That's not positive news. That's not fantastic at all. In fact, it's terrible, and you need to know about it. Farmers in the developing world say that they are curtailing production, which means the global hunger could worsen. It's not going. The global hunger is not Africa. It's all over the place. Poverty is getting worse. Whether it's it's you know avocados, corn, coffee, you look at it all over the place. It could come from many different things. You've got frost in one place. I, I think they mentioned it here in uh, in Brazil. It doesn't matter. All that matters is the price that people pay for stuff. That's it. That's what it's made. That's what it's all about. And you could say, well, the problem is that they're feeding the you know the grains, the soybeans, all this stuff. To the animals, and you know, use it's a, it's a huge consumer. I think it's something like seventy percent of the food supply is going to the animals, which are then slaughtered. That's the way it is. So you know, you can make that argument. Whatever, it doesn't matter. What matters is what you pay. And guess what? The prices are rising, and shortages are increasing. Big problems. Wages and salaries. Private and government workers year over year change. There was this big surge. There was the stimulus. All of these things are fading. They are fading right now through 2021 into this year. So I'm interested to see the way that this goes out. I'm actually interested to see if there's going to be another stimulus. Why though? Why would there be more stimulus when they're telling us unemployment? What was it? 4.2%? I mean, come on. This is just showing you the inflation rate, uh, you know, that personal consumption expenditure, the PCE rate, the fakest of all rates, the one that the Fed likes to use, it's at a 40-year high. This is interesting because this is the GDP now statistic brought to us by the Atlanta Fed, and it's been all over the place from 2021 into 2022, but right now it is pretty much at zero, okay, 0.051, okay, it's less than 0.1 at this moment, completely getting crushed, why? Because of inflation, obviously. But look at where it's been. It's been all over the place. They were telling us at one point it was nearly 14% GDP. All right. Then it gets pounded down. Then it's up. Then it's down. I mean, come on. Come on. Let's get serious. All right. Speaking of getting serious, we're going around the table. We're getting a nice view. And we'll talk about oil. Oil markets bullish as Brent breaks $90. I, I, I also saw WTI just barely going over 90. It's come back down. I think it's $86 and change at the time of this recording. But it's getting pretty hot. That's for sure. If the demand is there, there's going to be more of that. Also, you have the geopolitical tensions uh, with Russia and the neighboring country. Not allowed to talk about it. Uh, and, and so that's key. That's important to watch. There's always going to be that, you know, the geopolitical aspect, whether it's going on in Central Asia or whether it's happening, you know, in different parts of the world, that's going to have an effect, of course, because of supply and demand fundamentals. But at the same time, there's this push for commodities. Looking at this, natural gas surging right now, absolutely surging. I don't know if this is a record high. 
4.8 at its peak uh, as of this 4.6 but we're just looking at this just in the past i mean past week like increasing i guess it was around 3.6 to 4.6 surging in a week what does that do i mean who cares about 3.6 4 you're paying more at the time in which it's getting colder you're paying more and look at what has done well since the beginning of the year what has performed well right here energy sector take a look all right and what hasn't done well financials industrials healthcare technology utilities and so on down now in my book my first book specifically I'm not sure if I covered it in the second book. It's been a while since I read it. But I basically said, look, if you think that oil prices are going to rise, and that means you're going to pay more at the pump, well, then you could invest in oil to sort of offset that. I make that known. I made it known back then. Not, not too many people have read the book, but anyway, that's a different story. This is key because you're looking at the yield curve inversion, which is taking place right now, showing you warning signs in the bond market. Some people have said that uh, the bond market is looking healthy. I mean, it, I guess it depends on what you're looking at specifically. But this right here is a major indicator. We're not quite there yet on, on you know some of the big ones. But you can look at some of these in the yield curve inversions taking place. And that is one of the top, I'm talking one of the top indicators. I would say in that top three indicators, maybe even number one, some say. But anyway, if you look at the yield curve inversions, you just search that term up. It is very clear that it is a big warning sign. And remember, I just want to highlight something. So the yield curve inverts, then it comes back up. And during this process of coming back up is usually when we enter a recession. So we are still in that mode of downward. When it comes back up, watch out. Okay, big time. And of course, I'll cover that all on the channel. If you appreciate the information, hit that thumbs up. It's right down there. Don't forget. Norway's well funded. By the way, all my friends from Norway, I want to say hello to you. CEO warns days of high returns are over. We're talking about tr a trillion. I think it's 1.3 trillion or something like this. So they're controlling a lot. Something like 9,000 stocks. World's top wealth fund returned 14.5% on tech and financial. CEO says the return prospects are limited by low rates and high stocks. Of course, where are you going to put your money? They can put it into bonds, not going to get the return. Okay, that's $1.3 trillion sovereign wealth fund, the world's biggest. Saying what we had last year, that's behind us. Okay, I don't have time to get into what I think would be a much better place to put your money and, you know, whatever. The fantastic rise we've seen over the last 25 years won't continue. Did you hear that? Why? Because they believe something's got to change. Things have to change. So if you want to know the thoughts there, it's, it's covered here. Again, just wanted to throw this in at the end. They're showing you the GDP now stats coming directly from the source, essentially saying no more growth. So what happens, by the way, if this actually gets put 
you know, this is this is a forecast. If it actually happens, where it's just at 0.1%, just in the positive, oh no, we don't want to show negative. We don't want to officially enter a recession. Let's let's get serious. Like who right now actually believes that the economy is strong, that the infrastructure is completely disastrous. The infrastructure is getting pounded. You've got sky high prices on everything. The consumers are tapped out. And you've got a small group of people who are hanging on to their stocks, hanging on saying, please don't let this collapse because this is all I got. Big issues. What would, you know, what do I think people should do? I think people should be getting ready to weather the storm. That's what I would say talked about this a lot. I've got an entire playlist called How To and Solutions, which I think people should check out if you haven't already. So if you go to my channel, scroll down to the bottom, there's a playlist, How To and Solutions, where I've got hours and hours and hours of content of all kinds of stuff. So I would highly recommend checking that out. If you appreciate this information in this video and the others, you want to support the channel, just click that thumbs up button. It's right down below. If you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. So just click it and I'll see you there.